Hello, you're listening to the Man of Class podcast. This is episode number 16, how to get it all done in less effort. In this episode, what we're going to be talking about is Parkinson's Law and how, pretty much just like the title says, how you can get everything done in much less effort than what you're probably spending today. So stay tuned. Every day, the world tolerates less and less of traditional masculine behavior, which has driven a new standard for men to be successful. How does one evolve so that they can win in today's world? Enter Man of Class, a place to empower men to break down traditional masculinity and build the necessary skill sets, mindset, and confidence to become the men that society desperately needs. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back. My name is Eric Yusko, and today we're going to be going through how to get it all done in less effort. Who can argue with that? Um, so the concept of what I'm talking about today, so I've broken it into a couple different pieces. Uh, one of them, sort of the concept, then we get into a little bit of the strategy, and then sort of into the tactical type approaches. Because at the end of the day, I'm a realist. I, I believe in getting the best ideas, but also taking actionable steps, you know, moving, you know, actually moving the needle forward. So I, I really want this podcast and hopefully this comes through is that I bring new ideas to the table, digest them into a, a unique different way, and then also give some strategies so that you have um, tips, tricks, etc., in order to go kind of implement into your day to day to make your life even easier. So that at the end of the day, you can become the man that you were meant to be. So with that, let's just jump right in. So Parkinson's law was, I'll say the, the definition or, or what it's most notably, if you go into a Google search, is work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. Basically in layman's terms is if you said that it's gonna take you a week to get done, then it's going to be, it's gonna take you a week to get it done. Uh, for instance, when people plan weddings um, or major milestones and they say that's going to be six months from now, it will take six months in order to get it all planned. It doesn't, that doesn't mean that 24 hours a day, that entire time is what is needed to get the wedding complete. Let's just stick with wedding for now. Um, that, that's not what that means. It, it means that if you were to plan a wedding and say we're getting married tomorrow, you will go through and create and actually have the wedding. It may not be to the full extent or the full luxuriousness, you know, to whatever it is that you're trying to go after, but you will get done whatever that you want to get done in the time that you allow yourself. We see this all the time in business. How many times does the boss come around and say, hey, we need to get, uh, you know, take this to a review within next week. And sure enough, we're there, you know, next week. Um, but here's the interesting thing, and I've seen this play out multiple times, is over like, like long periods of time, let's say that it's a, um, you know, a really long period, like a, a big major milestone nine months from now. That doesn't necessarily mean that starting today is going to be, like if you looked at a plot where on the bottom axis is time and on the vertical axis is effort, doesn't necessarily mean that effort is going to be like 100% the entire time. Usually what ends up happening is it starts from zero and it slowly, continuously goes a little bit up, a little bit up, a little bit up, and then at the last potential moment, it shoots up to 100% effort or even sometimes over 100% effort. And we can see this in everyday life. I mean, for a perfect case, actually today, 
was um, I got a truck and the tags expired tomorrow and I've had probably a month, I think, in order to get the tags switched over, if not a little bit more. And sure enough, tags expire tomorrow. I'm in the, in the BMV today making sure that everything gets done, right? I had all the entire time to get it done. It really only took me probably, uh, I'd say 30 minutes to get everything done. But that 30 minutes wasn't until the very end. And so other times that we see this is, is in college. How many times were there was a term paper or a big design project or a big business case proposal, something had to be done by Friday and it's Monday. Monday you do a little bit of work, Tuesday a little bit more work, Wednesday do a little bit more work and then Thursday all of a sudden like round the clock you pull an all-nighter and then you make sure that you actually get it done. Well if you were to really add up all that time maybe there was a day's worth of work and you did it all on Thursday. Many like that's how all-nighters tended to happen all throughout college and even in early work when people are trying to prove themselves because they just are going full at it. It doesn't have to be that way. Um, but that's really Parkinson's law in you know physical representation, being able to see that in, in everyday life. Uh, that's why I think there's so much um, animosity between uh, couples because if, if one member says, hey, can you go do the dishes? I need it done, you know, whenever. Uh, they'll wait until the last minute versus maybe, you know, the ideal is I need this done. You just go do it right away. Get it off the list. Um, but we tend to wait until something drives us in order to go complete something. And so um, it's, it's, you know, you can see this. The, because I brought this up now, I'll be curious to hear from you how many times throughout your week and through your month that you actually see this. And you may see it in yourself. You may be laughing to yourself going, yeah, I, I, I stayed up all night doing a term paper one time. Or um, exactly, the, the wedding the last month was like crunch time because it was that was when like the real planning really took place. Versus maybe you started nine months ago and just said, hey, we're in the design you know, point of the wedding. Like we're designing out how everything's going, we're laying out, we're coordinating, all this other stuff. But action wasn't really taking place. Again, if you go to that plot, it wasn't a hundred percent effort. It was maybe a little bit on the back of your mind, um, constantly weighing on you. But here's the interesting thing. You can get all that done in much less time so that you can free yourself, free your mind from having all of the shackles that it's going to have throughout the day. What do I mean by that? What I mean is, let's go back to that wedding example. For nine months, maybe, or six months, or a year, it was, it was in the background. It was using mental capacity throughout this entire time to be able to, um, you know, it, it, at some level it was taxing you. It was using brain power that could have been used to be more present with your fiance, could have been more present in um, at work, it could be just ability to be able to get more stuff done. But your subconscious mind is kind of worrying about that, right? That worry, anxiety, fear that keeps playing over and over and over again is in the background. And so that's why a lot of times you feel exhausted even though you didn't do a lot. It's because your mind has been working on overdrive, worrying about all the what-if scenarios. And so you can't actually go and do and be as productive as what you think that you should be able to be or that you know that you're able to be because you've demonstrated it before. 
And so one quick easy way is to use Parkinson's law as an advantage instead of letting it happen to you. Now what I mean by that is I've actually started to adapt, adopt this and so I can tell you in real time that this has allowed me to like 10x my productivity. And what I do is, is I go through and I make a list of all the different tasks that I, I need to get done. You know, I need to uh, do the dishes, I need to take care of the outside work, I need to uh, record a podcast, I need to do this, I need to do that. All the different things that I need to get done in a day. And I assign time to each one of those. So, you know, sometimes it'll be, you know, 15 minutes of work, sometimes it'll be an hour of work. And then what you can do, this is all up to whether or not how challenging you want it to be for yourself. Maybe you start out not doing this and then you add this in later. Cut in half the time that you assigned each task. For example, if you were going to spend, um, you know, 50 minutes on email, maybe only do 20. And really hold yourself accountable to that. And what will happen is it will sort of force your brain into making decisions faster than waiting until a real deadline comes up to be. Now, again, I'm going to say this is a big disclaimer. This only works if you hold yourself accountable or maybe you find yourself an accountability partner or a coach or someone to help you develop this habit. Because in the beginning, it's going to be very difficult because we've always learned you just have to work harder. This is more work less hard and work smarter because if you can use this tool to your advantage, you can get all the amount of work done in a day in much less time and then you can open yourself up to relax and reward yourself. I mean, that's how a lot of times, right, as we, as we raise kids, that's what we do to our children all the time. Well, if you take the trash out, I'll give you a piece of candy. Well, then they're just going to go take the, the trash out in that moment, like immediately. Um, but and, and same thing like with clean your room. Clean your room and then you can go play with your friends. Well, obviously they really want to go play with their friends. So they go and they clean their room. And then before you know it, their room is spotless in half the time than, than it would have taken them to, to tell you all the reasons why they can't clean it. And then they're out enjoying time with their friends. However, somewhere along the lines, we've you know, we, we guess we, we kind of lose that parental figure of telling us, hey, we need this done in this amount of time or have associating tasks with reward systems. And so that's a big piece of it where <clears throat> give yourself, you know, give yourself reward systems. Maybe it's a, you know, go and get yourself a cup of coffee. Maybe it's going to be going to get a massage. Maybe it's going to be, you know, going to, to work out, going to run. Um, watching TV, watching the, 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 you know, the football game, like whatever that is going to be coming up for you that is a big reward, use that to your advantage. So again, to, to kind of wrap up this, this quick exercise is make a list of all the tasks that, you, that needs to get done in a day and assign time that you think is going to be required for each one of those. Now, don't overinflate the time. If you think it's going to take an hour and you say, well, I'm going to do two because I know I'm going to half it, so I really get an hour. Like, you'll be amazed at how much you'll be able to get done. If you said it's going to take an hour and you say I only have 30 minutes to do it, watch how quickly you'll be able to get that done. And in some cases, you'll get it done in 20 minutes and go, holy cow, I just saved myself 40 minutes. Like, how, how the heck did I do that? So that's, that's exercise number one that I wanted to share with you because, A, I've done this for myself so I can speak firsthand, but I've been able to help others with that and open up and free up a lot of amount of time 
so that when people say like, how do you get so much stuff done in a day? Well, because I'm trying to free up the, the shackles that are taxing my brain all the time so that I really just commit to action, get, getting stuff done. And then at the end of the day, I can actually have time to relax with my family without suffering from all the worry, the guilt, the shame, the, you know, all the different negative emotions or the catabolic emotions that are coming up. And I tire myself out worse than if I were to just go do the work. Um, so yeah, so all of this is really trying to get at the reversing the work harder mindset and trying to work smarter, not harder. Because at the end of the day, we don't have to work harder. The harder you work is great, but I'd argue that it's the working smarter. If you work smarter first and then work harder, you're going to be above everybody else in the room than somebody who just says, I have to work harder all the time because they're going to be doing the things that aren't yielding the most results. It goes back to the Pareto's law. Work on the stuff that makes the biggest impact. That could be in your business, that could be in your marriage, that could be in your relationship with kids. You know, in, in general, like that, that's, these are all true things. It's just how you're approaching them. Um, now, as far as making lists, I said that was the exercise, but there's a couple different ways of doing it. And I wanna make sure that I cover those because I think that there's a lot of value in, in you know, in, in having different options. Um, I've found no matter how many times I got a buddy who is just always into the newest app, the best organized app, um, and that's great. I always try that and somehow find my way back to paper. Something about being able to like actually write it out. I don't know if it goes back to like when I was in school and we had the yearly planners, um, but I just I work so much better in paper. I I use digital as like a supplemental piece, so like my calendars and everything are all in one digital device so that as things change, I can quickly adapt, but I still go through every day making sure everything's written out on paper and everything that is written out on paper has time, you know, has all the, the to-do the to list, everything that needs to get done, the amount of time of what I think is going to get done, and then sometimes I audit myself where I just say like, how long did it really take me? If I gave myself, for that example, if I give myself an hour to go do something, and it really only takes me 20 minutes. I gave myself 30 and I really get it done in 20 minutes. Next time I go and do that task, maybe it only takes 20 minutes. And then here's the powerful tool because once you kind of know and you can start to understand exactly how much time it takes in order to go do something, when you start to hire out, you get to a point where you're so efficient at everything that you do that you can then start to hire people in order to go do some things for you then you can start to associate what's a realistic price tag for that. Because A, you've done it yourself. B, you know pretty much how to confine it down into a, a specific amount of time. And then you can start to monetize that and to say, really, I could go find somebody to, let's say, cut the grass. Cut the grass takes me an hour. I gave myself a half hour. I was able to really get it done because I upped the speed a little bit and I still got everything cut. 30 minutes to cut the grass once a week you know, maybe I find a neighborhood kid and is that worth maybe spending $50, $100, $200 to have them cut the lawn for me. I know it's going to take 30 minutes. So if he says it's going to take four hours, I know that that's not true because I've audited it. And now I can start proactively saying, what are the things that I really want to go do? And what are the things that I really don't want to go do? But I know that I can go hire someone and it's going to, it's going to make my life even easier. So we'll get into that in a, in a future episode. 
um, because there's a lot of power into that. When you start thinking about how do I take back my time, and the first piece of it is, what is it that you do with your time? Um, so yeah, for me, it's, it's very much a notebook piece of paper. Um, I actually found out the tool, uh, the company tool, T-U-L, has uh, notebooks that's completely customizable. They have paper that you pretty much keep the binder itself, but all the paper you can fluctuate in and out. Uh, they've got graph paper, normal paper, um, daily planners, like whatever it is that you need, they've got all that. And so I've, I've at least found that's what's worked for me. I don't work for Tool, I don't have any rights to Tool or whatever, but I just found that that's what's worked for me after going through different online um, and web-based and just even pencil and paper, legal pads, all those different avenues. I found that this has been able to be the easiest and most purposeful thing for me. Um, but like I said, I've got, I've got a couple of buddies that use like, uh, I think it's called UpClick and it's an online tool that I think is free. And what you do is you can put in all these different projects, you can associate times with them, you can build out magic, like massive project bases so that you can say if I'm working on um, a business venture and I need to have you know this, this, all these different moving pieces, you can have it all lumped into one piece. Um, so that it's a lot easier to kind of figure out and filter through. And it's a very powerful tool. Uh, I just haven't gotten, I haven't figured out a way of actually working with it yet, so I can't speak too much of it. Um, and then the other piece of it is using a timer. Chances are you're carrying around your cell phone every single place that you go. Um, if not, you can get a cheap stopwatch for like probably two bucks at, uh, at, at a store or something, or even on Amazon. But um, time yourself. You know, when you say that it's going to take me 30 minutes and, and that's the time that you're going to give yourself, start a 30-minute timer and go. And ha knowing that that timer is, is going from 30 down to zero is going to force you to get into that rhythm of, like, i got to get this done in that amount of time. Um, and that's going to kind of help get you into that habit of, this is how much time I'm going to allot to it. I'm not going to allow myself to get distracted because I only have 30 minutes. Um, and that's kind of where the subtle, you know, secret of having the time. So if it's 30 minutes and you say I can do it in 15, that puts that a little bit of pressure into making sure that it stays confined in that 15 minutes. Um, and so that's that's a way of of kind of helping you to get through um, everything that you got to get done in a day. Because let's face it, we're in busy times. There's so much happening in the world. There's so much information. There's so much. Um, stuff that it we, we really are at a you can fall into so many different rabbit holes that if you're not careful you'll spend your entire day and not do anything and you'll seem like you're very busy because you're running around frantic but you're not actually achieving anything so at the end of the day you'll feel wow like I'm exhausted I've done so much but I didn't really do anything Maybe I've thought about it, maybe I've read a whole bunch of stuff, but how is all that really aligning and getting you to the next version of yourself? So um, with some of those tips and tricks that, that I had talked about, really bringing it into trying to zap the time suckers. So if you think of going throughout your day, chances are email and social media are probably one of the two pieces that zaps a lot of your time. Now, email, again, you could, you could spend five minutes a day, you could spend 23 hours in a day all on email because depending on how many people are emailing you and depending on 
on just how much stuff that you want to be involved with. Um, but I think this is Parkinson's Law is a great uh, is a great tool to use with email and social media, and here's why: because you kind of start with the end in mind, and I can't remember who said it, um, but somebody had said it, and I and I heard it, and they always said start with the end in mind, and like don't start the day until it's finished, uh, don't start the week until it's finished, don't start the month until it's finished. When I heard that. I was like, I don't understand it. Like, I okay, that's great. Like, plan out your day. Like, that's okay. Um, but I think it was not only planning out your day, but I think it was also within that it really meant having Parkinson's Law and Pareto's Law work for you. Because if you think of what is it that I want to get done in the day and what are the most important things, right? If it, it goes back to if you want to start a business or you want to be a better family member or whatever that it may be, what is it the specific goal that you're trying to go after? And then is everything that's in your day getting you closer to that or is it just marginally doing some a little bit of benefit? And so when you think of like email and social media, what is it that you're looking to get out of social media? What does it look that you're looking to get out of email? Because you could, that's a rabbit hole, you could spend all day going through YouTube video after YouTube video on Facebook to Twitter to Instagram to LinkedIn to TikTok, you've got all these different platforms out there trying to pull your attention, you could spend literally all day on them and not get anything done. So with that, it's, you know, think of, okay, if I'm only going to give myself um, 30 minutes for email, maybe you give yourself 10 minutes and say, I'm going to have 10 minutes and just burn through. And what that's going to force you to do is force your brain to make quicker decisions on whether, am I going to read this? Is this email even worthy of reading? Do I just automatically send it to trash? Do I even need to respond? Or do I just delegate it? You know what? Somebody else is going to be, you know, control F, you know, Joe, hey, need you to take a look at this. Um, and that's going to be able to help free up a lot of your time instead of being in email over and over and over again and just dying slow death in your inbox. Same thing with social media. Set a timer. You know, I do this a lot because, again, I fall prey into... Before I know it, 30 minutes has gone by and I don't even know what it was that I looked at. So I set a timer and say like at 10 minutes, okay, I go through notifications, I scroll through, I make some comments, uh, maybe I create a new piece of content, whatever that it is going to be and I, and I package that up and when the 10 minute timer goes off, it's time to break free and say, okay, now it's, it's what's the next thing. Um, so yeah, hopefully that kind of helps reduce some of the time suckers that... Um, are going in through your day. And the last thing that I'll cover, um, and this is this is really important, is this is a growing tool. Now I don't know if people have um, talked about it in this way before, but this is a growing tool that allows you to become the next version of yourself. And here's what I mean by that. Every time that you increase what your wants and your desires are, your mind is going to figure it out. I think it was in a couple episodes ago, but your mind will figure out. It is there to go figure out, and you ask it a question, it's going to find out a way to go do it. So if you just say, hey, I wanna double my income this year, and you start thinking about like, okay, what is it, how do I wanna go? Is it, do I just wanna work more hours? Do I wanna get a job? Do I wanna start a company? As you start to build out what that is, and you start truncating your time, 
your mind will figure out ways of closing the gap. So if you put on, let's say you can only get 10 things done in a day and you put 20 on and try to really push yourself, your brain will find ways of getting you to complete all 20 of those. It may be, I need a neighborhood kid in order to mow the lawn, I need somebody to wash my dishes, and I need this to be done by somebody else so that I can go and get all of 20 things done in a day. But what that's going to do is you're going to become that person necessary to get all that stuff done. Because again, if you think about it, the President of the United States or top CEOs, they only have the same amount of 24. It's what they do with that 24. It's the tasks that they choose to do and then how much time do they allow each of those tasks to take. And so that's what I mean by Parkinson's law is really powerful because if you can use it, to pile so much on, you're going to start to figure out ways of how can I maximize my time? How, what can I do so that I can actually free myself up to maybe spend more time with my family, to be able to make more money so I can go on vacation this year? Whatever those types of things are, your brain will find ways and answers and solutions to those questions. Um, but it's all about starting to monitor and meter and set time schedules. Um, so yes, so I hope this was helpful. I, 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 this is a, a big, big drop, hopefully, uh, a big mind drop. But what I've come to gather over the past 12 months since I've really started to incorporate this is this has been able to unlock a lot of free time and a lot of time that I didn't even know that I had, to be honest. But it wasn't until I started forcing myself to stay within the time constraints that I would get everything done in a day in literally half the time and I'm like oh my god like what did I do before how did I how did I do all this how did the same amount of work fill up the whole day it's because of Parkinson's law because if you give yourself a whole day to take out the trash then you're going to say it took me all day to take the trash out when in reality taking out the trash is a two-minute job taking out the trash and then you can go sit on the couch for the rest of the day if you want it but or you could use choose to use that time to level yourself up and to become a better man for yourself, your family, and your society. So with that, I hope you have a great day. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, if you ever want to work together to help implement some of this stuff of like getting that coach to hold you accountable and kind of help uh, developing those new habits, I'm always willing to, to help out and to jump on a call to chat through whatever's coming up for you. So until next time, stay great, be great, and have a great rest of your day.